Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, and I'm Patty. One thing you learn quickly about traveling in an RV is things can change. Yeah, accidents can happen, and it doesn't have to be your fault. Yep, things can break, or you can break down while on the road. Ooh, yeah. Weather conditions, including wildfires, can easily alter your travels. But, you know, campsites can fill up, or they can suddenly raise their prices. And they will do that. Yeah. Also, medical issues can come up. And that is our case. Oh, yeah. Last summer, we were in New England and Nova Scotia. This year, we had plans to drive across the northern part of our country and visit all the national parks from upper Michigan to the state of Washington. And guess what? That all changed. Yep. You know, for a couple of years, I've noticed I've been getting winded easier. And you may want to pay attention to this. We would take more breaks while hiking. Last time was in Arches National Park. Yes. I mean, I took some breaks going up that one hike. Yeah, you did. You took a lot. And then coming down, I was taking breaks. Mm-hmm. That was unusual for me because usually coming down is easy. Yeah. You know, so then discomfort in the right arm after a meal and maybe doing some tasks. After that, the discomfort started to show up in my chest. So you know what? It was a no-brainer. I knew I had to see a doctor. Yeah. Whatever you do, never, never ignore the warning signals. And I'm going to tell you why in a minute. But we were way out west. It was winter, and returning to Ohio would not be easy. Nope. Yeah, we we wanted to return to Ohio because our doctors are here. Yeah. And the area is renowned for its excellent and highly skilled cardiologists. Man, it sure is. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we got back to Ohio in early May. And I started in immediately with the doctors and the tests. Now, for years, I've been on a low-fat diet. I don't smoke. I'm in good shape. I'm not a heavy drinker or anything like that. At worst, I figured, maybe I need a stent. Maybe one of my coronary arteries had narrowed. Boy, were you wrong. Yeah, I sure was. Uh Uh-huh. After many tests... I was found to have a lot of narrowing of the arteries. All right, let's go over the tests. Mm -hmm. Well, we start with the blood tests. Oh, right. That's important. Mm -hmm. They can detect high cholesterol. They can also detect if there's any kind of swelling in your heart. Wow. Then came the chest x-ray. Right. And all of those, for the most part, came up pretty good. Mm -hmm. So then they decided, let's give them a stress test. But it took a long time for the stress test to be okayed by the insurance company. It took, We waited. Almost a month. Yeah, we waited and waited and waited. You think about it. I got a drop dead. Exactly. And I'll tell you, the stress test showed 
there was something wrong. Now, the stress test is where you get on the treadmill, treadmill and you've got all these things hooked up mm-hmm. to you, right? And don't they inject something in your yeah. vein? They put a dye into yeah. your vein, mm-hmm. and they also put you on a table, so they use the ultrasound to take a look at your heart. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely fascinating. So you went back and forth, right? You would be yeah. on there running, mm-hmm. and then you'd stop and get on the table, and they'd look right. at your heart, mm-hmm. and then you got back on, and you were running right. again. And Yeah. To make a long story short, they wanted me, ideally, to get up to 121 beats a minute. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do it. I got up to about 116, mm-hmm. and I was telling them, wow, man, I really feel the discomfort. Yeah. They said, okay, we're done. Throw me on the table, put the ultrasound on me, and... There was no doubt that there was something wrong. Yeah, he knew there was something wrong, but he couldn't really tell you about it. He couldn't really talk about it. So what comes next? The heart catheterization test. Mm -hmm. And that's where they kind of give you a drug and put you, I guess you'd call it the twilight zone. Yeah. You know, you're not totally out of it. Yeah. At the same time, you don't really feel anything. Right. But and, you're kind of aware in a way that they're right. doing this and they're, and you can see the screen, you can see the monitor too, right? Were it, they pointing that out to exactly. you or no? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they were, weren't so you? So the doctor inserts a catheter, a small catheter into your arm and it goes up to your heart and they can check everything. They can also put in stents at that point, too, mm-hmm. if they want. I mean, right. it's just incredible. Which we were expecting. We yeah. thought, yeah. okay, he's going to put some stents in, you know, and uh-huh. then that'll be over, you know, and we can just recover from there. Well, I'll tell but you. But no. The doctor said, we are done with this test. He said, it is really evident you need bypass surgery. He told you at that time, yep, right? he sure did. Because then he came out to tell me. Mm-hmm. Now, I was surprised because he came out sooner than I expected. Mm-hmm. I think he probably came out about 15 minutes or a half an hour before that should have been finished. Right. And I was surprised to see him. And then he sits down and he said, I hate to tell you this, but Jeff has to have open heart surgery. And I was shocked. I was stunned. I was stunned. I was not expecting that at all. I thought he was going to come out and say, oh, everything went well, you know. It's like, oh my gosh, what? Are you kidding me? Well, a lot of this is hereditary. It it runs in my family. Yeah. One artery blocked 99.9%. Yeah, on the back of his heart. It Mm -hmm. was 99.9% blocked. Another one was 90%. Oh, my gosh. Stents would be useless. I needed a triple bypass operation. Yeah. I mean, we are just, we were so... I mean, major surgery. Yeah, that was that was really scary to it hear was. that. I mean, it, it floored me. Mm-hmm. So the good news was we were back in our home area mm-hmm. and have really great care. Yeah. The bad news, all of our plans for summer came to an end. Well, because then we had to wait another week to get in with the heart surgeon Mm -hmm. to discuss it with him and then once we discussed it with him it took another two weeks to get the appointment right so it was a lot of waiting and waiting but the good thing was it was obviously it wasn't urgent otherwise they would have got us in right away right so in the second vein they'll say you know you could have dropped dead of a heart attack yeah right (laughs) so you know all our plans for the summer came to an end we had to find a place to stay with our rv long enough for me to have the surgery and recover and then you had to have more tests yeah they call them the pre-surgery tests Mm -hmm. three hours they want more of your blood they do a chest x-ray they do electrocardiogram of your heart and all sorts of things. I mean, the surgeon told me when we go into the operating room, we do not want any surprises. Right. So, so that way he they, had yeah. everything clear as a bell, that he knew everything that 
to expect when mm-hmm. he went in there and what to do. But I'll tell you, like Patty says, you know, we were shocked. That was yeah. the first emotion. Yeah. And then it's kind of like a depression sets in. Yeah. And then finally, it, it's determination. Mm-hmm. It really is. Because this is why we travel. We, we never know how long we have. And most of us have worked all of our lives. You get some time off now and some time to yourself, and you get sick. Yeah. Well, we don't want this to happen. Yeah. So I was bound and determined to get through this, rehab myself, do it by the book, do it by their rules. Yeah. Don't mess around. So we got it scheduled, decided that, uh, yeah, we are going to resume our travel plans Mm -hmm. when I'm done with the after programs like the cardiac rehab, which is really important. Oh, yeah. So we're hoping by the end of August, be back on the road. Mm -hmm. Talk about having your plans changed. Oh, my. Jeez, I'm telling you. And I thought it was bad when we couldn't go through Colorado because it was snowing. Oh, that's right. But thankfully, the surgery went well, and my recovery has started. I'm home now in the RV. Oh, it's doing really well. It was so funny in the hospital because, you know, trying to tell people that we live in an RV right. and that that's where he was going to recover, uh-huh. you know. And <laughs> yeah. And, and they would say, Does your house have two floors, three floors, one floor? Oh, we're, do you have we're steps? all in one level. Yeah, do you have steps that you have to walk up? Well, yeah, a few. <laughs> yeah, just just five steps to just get in. Just five steps. Yeah. And they were like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, we live in an RV. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was funny. But I'll tell you, Patty, Patty was amazing. Patty would not leave my side. <laughs> that was hard. Oh, my gosh. I'd come home at night and cry. It was hard. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Oh, man. You were fantastic. Oof. You know, while in the hospital, though, we met a lot of great people, nurses, doctors, and more. Uh, Many had great stories about traveling, because that's what we talk about, you know? Yeah. Camping, RVing. And then, of course, yeah, you'd get some of the nurses that were campers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, I just have to say, it was so cool, because there was a lot of guy nurses. Right. The one guy nurse, he said, we call this the guy CU, and it's like, oh my gosh. It makes a lot of sense, because you need strong people. Yeah, these guys were strong, good-looking guys. It's like, oh. And they need to pick you up and move you very gently and carefully, because you've had your chest opened up. Oh, yeah. And so these guys were just amazing. Mm-hmm. It was a great crew. Very nice. Yeah. One of them was hilarious. He was telling me he's got four kids. They go camping at a little lake in Ohio almost every weekend. And he says him and his wife just have so much fun with it. And the kids absolutely love it. They go to the, you know, they go to those overstock stores and they buy prizes for the kids. Yeah. And they do a scavenger hunt. Yeah, it's cute. Okay. What's the number one item that they can't find half the time a feather oh yeah it was hilarious they make all sorts of food barbecue hamburgers you know you name it they got it but he also makes a stew a really great tasting stew over the fire well to get the kids to eat it (laughs) he had to name it roadkill stew he said the kids loved it oh they did they all love it (laughs) and he said that their tent becomes the main place in the campsite you know Uh and he says that's the way we like it you know we want the kids to come to ours so we can know who's there and what's going on Mm -hmm. made a lot of sense and that was matt and matt was really funny because the day of your surgery when you were in the room in icu you had a tube down your throat they couldn't take the tube out until you were able to lift your head. Right, yeah. And it, from the time I went into the room, it took them about an hour to get to that point. It mm-hmm. was very frustrating. It was very frustrating. And you were 
you were still you were aware you were kind of half out of it right. but you were like oh my god of course you couldn't talk or anything mm-hmm. so the time came because they got you to move your head and the time came and they said okay we're going to take it out and there was like four of these guys in there and they said but you got to go out of the room mm-hmm. so I did and I there's a window I can kind of see through the window but they were blocking but anyway so when he was all done and he said you can come back in now he said I told him when I took the tube out I told him that Sorry, we had to shave half of your mustache off. I know, I couldn't believe you said, he said that. said he said he wasn't too happy about that. No, but I was awake then. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, he said he didn't think that was very funny. But those and guys so, were but, awesome. But the thing is, is that you did think it was funny. You just couldn't laugh at the time. No, I but couldn't. But it was so funny. Know? But then he said, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so it, was, it, was it was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, like, it was oh absolutely a scream. Gosh, could you imagine? You Probably for a second there, you thought they did, right? Yeah, I did. I thought, you know, I'm trying to touch my face, you know. <laughs> so, well, we also ran into a great lady, and she travels a lot, and she's a photographer. She was telling us about her high-end Nikon camera, and now she wants to go with a mirrorless one, and, you know, some of the photographs and some of the places places she's been yeah so it's fun meeting all these people oh yeah and we've heard from a lot of people i heard from uh, kirk lombardi our guest on podcast number 40 he's the meteorologist and he just recently retired him and his wife are returning from a great trip in their rv to the rocky mountains this summer gosh doesn't that sound nice that sounds wonderful (laughs) yeah a little bit better than what we did oh yeah oh yeah but you know i just gotta say he was in the hospital for seven nights oh yeah it could have been anywhere from three to ten, but his was seven. And um, at first, we thought it was going to be three, but then he had an issue with some AFib. Mm-hmm. Got a, got that under control. Yeah, that's when your heart beats real fast. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of going up and down for a while there. But yeah, it was tough. And then, you know, you're in the hospital all that time. You can't take a shower or wash your hair. Oh, boy. So I was talking to one of the nurses and she said you know because i said isn't there something we can do like maybe he can lay down and i can wash his hair in a tub or something and she said no we don't do anything like that but she said i do have a shower cap and it's warm and what you do is you put the shower cap on and it's got soap inside of it you put it on and you rub it around his head and then you'd use a towel to yeah. dry it. yeah and then you use a towel to wipe it down mm-hmm. and then that kind of cleans it a bit i'll tell you it really helps i did that so yeah i i was like yes get me one of those and so that was that was nice that really helped him i think it helped him feel a little bit better he really did yeah that was like halfway through you know it felt like we'd been boondocking and I, well didn't i was have gonna water. say <laughs> you know it's funny when you think about boondocking you know, I, I don't think I'd go seven days without a shower or washing my no, hair. I don't no. think I'd go three days without that, you know. Unless we had a beautiful river or a lake to jump in. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you can imagine. <laughs> so it was it was a good feeling when we were finally able to bring him home after seven days. And he came home and oh my took gosh. a shower. It's like the Wizard of Oz. There's no place like home. Yeah. You know? Even though it's an RV. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we love it, you know? We're fine. We're comfortable here. He's recovering very well. Anyway, thank you very much for all the well wishes. Mm -hmm. Thanks to many in the RV community for reaching out, podcasters, authors, bloggers, dealers, parks, campgrounds, many of which are our good friends. 
and many of which you'll probably hear on our future podcasts. Yeah. Because they have great tips and great information to give you. Yep. It's a great community, the people who RV. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's great. You yeah. meet a lot of great folks. Oh, yeah. So many nice people we've met. So, sorry, this is a little bit short this week, but we yeah. have a good excuse. Yes. We will be back next week. Until then, be safe and most of all, listen to your body. If you feel like you need to go to the doctor, don't put it off. Go because you never know. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends. <laughs>